What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. What's up? And to my left, Zachary Parks. What's happening? So we are in like a new setup. So actually, it's like Zach's more sitting straight across from me than directly to my left, yes. and Mogan's it's still wrong. on my right. It's bad. And it's Something's wrong. Different. I'm setting, I'm like setting up it. a new office in my house, in like a new setup in my house, and all that stuff. And they haven't completely got everything all turned around yet, and so it's a little wonky, but. Hopefully next time, but like, I'm, I'm looking, not used to I looking ner- at Jarrett. I know. I'm not I, I used like to this. looking into space, yeah, just Logan's empty space. It's like, this frame. is great. That's fine. <laughs> I was nervous. I, like, I got nervous. I was like, man, I'm going to screw up this intro. <laughs> so I'm going to say like, and straight across is Mogan, Zach, no. <laughs> What's we just merge. And nah, we're good. We're good. We <laughs> made it, We made it through. But this is Team Chat Podcast, the video game podcast where we talk about the games that we love and why we love them. We'll hit you up with some reviews. Some our top three lists of on certain topics or just random discussion. And today is one of those days of random discussion, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, we also, if you have any questions or comments or any feedback about the show, anything like that at all, you can send us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter. Send us a tweet there at teamchatpodcast or brand new. You can go to our new shiny Facebook page. Hey. It's awesome. And like us on Facebook. It's beautiful. Which it is. is. Facebook.com slash Team Chat Podcast. Mm. And we're there. Give us a like. We've got a couple that episodes a, up there. It's a totally new thing, embracing all aspects of social media. I know. That's where we got to be. It's what you have to you, do You nowadays. have to do it. You have to Whoa. get out there on the World Wide Webs. We're not on Snapchat quite yet. Oh, damn. Uh, that's the future. That's right. We'll I'll, get there. I'll get us there. I'll get us some yeah. Snapchat. Lead the way, Jerry. <laughs> In fact, let's uh, let's all take a little uh, pick right now and we'll tweet this out. So, no, whenever you, if you follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook, you'll see this picture that I'm about to take. Trippy, man. Well, I know. <laughs> it's it's like, like we're going to post it, but then they're going to hear us talking about it in the future. Right. So, <laughs> do, 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 do. where's your selfie stick? Yeah, oh, you do a, need a look selfie stick. Look at my arm. Look, look at my arm. I don't, I don't need no damn selfie stick. <laughs> yeah, but Zach's head is like barely in I'm it. In. Boom. Mm. I'm going to tweet this son bitch. All right. So don't, we don't, not... don't get married to this setup. No, it's going to look different. Because this is, it's this is not how it normally we is. We are in a transition phase right now. Got my Darth Vader back there, though, so that's cool. <laughs> oh, you got that in there? That's it, important. Yeah, he's... We should set him up. He's kind of back mic. there. Yeah. I still, I get I still, Fender in it, though. I really like the idea of having a fourth co-host that doesn't say anything. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Well, I think that'd be fascinating. Fender. I mean, we have. Well, I know. All this I, time. Yeah, Steve, but <laughs> it's fine. I would be... Maybe someone else. Yeah. So, anyway, where was I? Social media? Social media. Facebook iTunes. Page. That's right. Now. We're on iTunes as we well. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, all that stuff. But, oh yeah. So, speaking of emails and other ways of corresponding, we have an email today. Yes. From a good friend, Dylan. Yes. We love Dylan. We do. <laughs> Dylan's our friend. And Dylan says, <laughs> Hey gang, I have a quick discussion question for you. What are some games where you had a surprising emotional response? I remember Red Dead Redemption and one, and one of the Witcher 3 endings packed a wallop for me. Surprising hmm. emotional A surprising response. emotional response. Well, I'm going to take out the word surprising. Okay. I'll just so say just an, an emotional, emotional response. response. Okay. Yes, because... Is that because emotions are always surprising I, to you? Yes, I think <laughs> emotions are always surprising. And some of the... Th- I'm also expecting an emotional response if it's going to happen, actually. I don't know. It's a little of both, you know? If I'm playing a game that I know is going to be emotional, by the time I get to the end, I'm. it's not a surprise. Hmm. Yeah. But in recent memory... I had a pretty emotional response to a cutscene in Metal Gear Solid Five. And I kind of when you I first saw of, Quiet, when I first, <laughs> it's a different kind of emotion, Jared. <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> but I don't want to. It's like spoiler territory, totally. But it was uh, towards later in the game, but it does involve Quiet and Big Boss. 
And I definitely, and that, well, you know, it was surprising. I was very surprised that... Uh, Why am I crying? I, wasn't, I didn't like, <laughs> tear up or anything, but I was like, this, is, this could be in a movie. This is such a great action of sacrifice. And that's, that's the stuff that always gets me when someone like rises to an occasion. I really huh. like that stuff. But I always, what always gets me is like happy, just anything that's too happy. Mm-hmm. Like when there's a happy ending, I'm in immediate tears. Mm. Like I don't really cry at most movies that are like just romantic or just sad because I'm like, well, you're prepared for it. But like if something really, really awesome happens in a movie and like everybody's super happy and everybody's crying, I'm also crying right off the you're, bat. You're with them. Now, in one that of moment. the games that we've probably never talked about, have either of you even heard of Professor Layton? Yes, I've yeah, heard of the profe- There's quite a few. It's the Professor Layton series, mm-hmm. and they're a series. This is, I hate. Have, how do you do this all the time, Jarrett? Looking <laughs> yeah, back and forth back and all forth. the time. I know. This Mogan's is awful. In between. This is awful. <laughs> you know, you just so, got to rotate the neck, but then still oh keep the mouth in front of the microphone. Yeah, that's right. It's rotates. this move. Mine because that, that just provides uniform uh, sound quality all the way. All right, I'll try to keep with uniform sound quality. So the Professor Layton games are really fun and challenging because they're puzzlers. So Jarrett, you would probably not like them too very much. But yeah. Zach might. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I do like so, I do like some puzzle games. From yeah. a puzzle game, I wasn't really expecting when I first bought them for them to be very heavy on story, but holy crap, they really are. Like the puzzles almost take a back seat to the actual story of the game and the mystery of the game because they're always like detective type investigation kinds mm-hmm. of things. Right. And puzzles are just this medium that you use to progress through the game. Right. And a lot of them for being marketed primarily towards children because, you know, they're little animated, adorable games. They are really sad. Like a lot of the actual endings to the games are, they're not really, you know, they're not unanimously good. They're often bittersweet and a lot of really sad stuff happens. And for Professor Layton, you know, as his name might imply, he's a, he's a British gentleman. He's very upper class and he's very polite all the time. And it's just like, God, Professor Layton, your life kind of sucks <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> like just terrible things happen in his life. And you're like, this is the worst. <laughs> Why? And just like even some of the enemies that you actually are, I, you, I use the term enemy very lightly because you don't <laughs> fight anybody in a puzzle game. You do like puzzle you battle them kind of. You, you're you fighting, fight yeah, the, it's, it's the mental on challenge. It's an intellectual challenge. Yes. So I've definitely found myself towards the end, of, in, in mostly the ends of the games where it's winding down, everything's coming to a close, and you're like, gosh, this kind of turned out really bittersweet. Mm. And so I've definitely cried a number of times. I know, I feel like from conversations we've had, you get emotional revisiting games. Very and fast. I, and that's something, Very and I don't know if I, I give credit to the game, but it's not the exact same emotional response to an ending of a game or something that the game did. It's more of a response to something that my I did in my childhood or right. something that I did in the past. You know, I recently played Mario Party with my sister. And her, <laughs> did Mario Party make you cry? It didn't make me cry, but I was, when the opening cinematics, if I can even call them that <laughs> begin and all the characters <laughs> all the characters meet in this little field and they call they all walk up and the sound effects and the music it's really the music that really comes and can really hit me that stuff I agree the music, music is where is, it will hit me is really powerful and one day we will have a huge We've been talking about it for a while. We're planning it out how that's going right. to go because we, we the all, music, the soundtrack episode. That is one thing that we have all really bonded on from since day one is video game soundtracks and just video game music in general. And right. it, yeah, it's super powerful. Like when you went back and played Twilight Princess HD, I bet you got pretty somewhat emotional. It's not crying, only a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, only sort of crying. 
Just endless tears for all of the games that I love so much. Nice. Yes. So I think for me, um, the one that like I semi expected it, but I didn't know how much it would have it emotionally affected me. And I, I've talked about it before, but The Last of Us, oh, really? by, yeah. Far, yeah. by far. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but what's another one? Um, yeah, it's tough for me to actually think of a game that I played that I really did have a big emotional response yeah. to. And there's no ones that out there that I think I would have um, that are more story driven, like almost I don't know what you would call them, but they could, one recently came out for PlayStation where you make decisions, like it's a book, and you can either hit A or B to oh one go of those one like pick or, your own adventure yeah, kind of kind things. Of, oh, there was a really good one that huh. recently came out. I'm Life gonna, is strange. Maybe Life is strange. Yeah, maybe that's it. Like and an I, episodic. Yeah, like an episodic. And I, I knew heard, a lot of people like were like, oh my god. This yeah, game. people had really big emotional responses to that. Yeah. So I really want to get into a game like that and come I back do too. To this. I want to. I want to try. I want to try a more episodic thing because I know that they have since they're like that they have a little bit more time to develop story and I, like I always hear like the Telltale. Yeah. Is that who it is? Telltale Games. Yeah. They always have like their games always seem to pack a good a big emotional punch with people, but they're episodic. I haven't gotten into too many episodic. I know, ones and yet, I think so that's I where to, you're going to find some of the more emotional games. I think so. I mean, I have emotional response to Halo, but that's not surprising, <laughs> right? You know, when Master it's Chief like finds you're Katana invested. And saves her. That's, that's yeah, you're I'm, invested in the story, and that's that one's paid off since yeah. you played it for so since you played it for so long. Um, and that's a great question. Yeah, it is a great question. I'm blanking on anything else other than Last of Us right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I do actually have one that's kind of surprising, but okay. it's also kind of lame that I just thought of. What is it? So remember how we talked about how the game Splatoon technically has like a story mode? Yes. Yeah. But it's like really negligible. Like it's super not the point of the game. So I had barely played it and it's really, I mean, it's just levels. You shoot stuff, things explode. It's awesome. Right. But I finally got to like the actual final boss and I'm fighting the final boss and then it gets to like halfway through the battle and the tides turn and like the super awesome music from the game comes on and it's like everybody rallies around you and then you keep battling the boss and eventually you beat him and when the tides did turn and it was like, no, you got him, you got him on the ropes, I may have cried. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, at Splatoon, (laughs) I thought I was better than this. That's a surprising emotional response. It totally surprised me because it was nothing, nothing happened. All that happened was no, there really there was just a change in music mm-hmm. and like your little companions come on over your radio comm link and whatever and they're like yeah you got this and i was like i do got this <laughs> and it just it totally got me just out of nowhere i will say overall video games for me pack much less of a wallop emotionally compared to books or movies and Agre- that's, a, that's a good topic maybe we can talk about some someday because i think that is Something they can improve upon, though. Mm-hmm. And if these games like Life is Strange or these more episodic video games are coming out and trying to do that, I think they can catch up. But I will say, as of right now, my emotional investment is far more high in films and books. Yeah, mine too. Video games, which I love, they're very. it's a very different reason that I love them. Yeah. Emo- you know, emotion isn't usually one of the key factors. Oh, wait. I just thought of one. Okay. This is um, counter Is it also Splatoon? No, it's not Splatoon. Oh, dang it. But it's one that I was very surprised, more because of the platform I was playing it on. Mm-hmm. I, it was a, I, I played it on an iOS mobile game. Oh. And I know it's that's not its only platform. Uh-huh. You can play it on like a PS Vita, Xbox 360, stuff like that. Um, Valiant Hearts The Great War. Okay. And it's a very much... Uh, it's set in like World War One. It's this. The art style is very cartoonish. You know, it's. I mean, it's about like war, but 
it's not it's not like depressing and dark mm-hmm. necessarily, mm-hmm. especially when it begins. Uh, but you're this farmer, uh, Emile, and he lives on his on his farm in France with his daughter and her husband. Um, I want to say Kurt is his name, and he is German. But then, so when World War One starts, he gets somehow like pulled into service for the uh-huh. German army and all that stuff. And Emil gets pulled into service for the French army. And so it's this whole thing of, of, uh, and then they find out later that Kurt has been injured and like, he's somewhere. And so like Emil's trying to find him and you interact with this American soldier who came over to help. And, and so it just goes on. And the more into it, I, I mean, it's, it's more of a puzzle based game. Like you're, you don't oh. like, you're not like fighting things. You're like, you're going through and like solving a quick, like, Oh, going to this part to find this piece that plugs mm-hmm. into this thing that does this, you know, kind of, kind of a game, but still like the ending totally unexpected on how it was going to go. And especially cause like the tone was more of like a serious, but light, mm-hmm. but then the, t- the ending just totally, it just went full on. And I was just like, I literally, I was just playing and I was like, Holy, <laughs> like really serious, really like sad. sad. Oh, it got super okay. sad. That's out of nowhere. Very unexpected. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Were you in like, public when this happened? No, I was at home. I was <laughs> okay. just playing it at home. Oh, this and at they the have DMV just received an awful text. text. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it looked like. I'm like on my phone. I'm just like, "Oh god, no." <laughs> now, how did you find out about this game? Um, I had heard I feel about like I've it. Heard of that? Title. I'd heard I about it. I want to say it was a. It was a. Uh, I'd seen it coming coming up on like PlayStation News and stuff like that when it first came out, and then I want to say it went on sale or something like that on the iOS store, the App oh, Store, okay. and I was just like, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, just um, try it out. Yeah, I'll try it out and fell in love with it. And it was even one that I had to purchase. It was episodic. Mm-hmm. Oh. There you go. And I had to purchase. It, it had like expansions, like later later levels and stuff. You had to. You had to uh, buy and unlock mm. and all that stuff, and nice, nice and I still did I was it. Say, that's I know. a nice. <laughs> so yeah. that kind of brings us to the topic of today, yes, which is DLC expansion packs, uh, microtransactions, and season passes. All that stuff. All that stuff that at basically add-ons to games. Mm-hmm. And so the reason, for the impetus of this topic, at least for me, was so. April 5th, Tuesday, next Tuesday, um, the day this airs, I guess, technically, yeah. Yeah. Um, Star Wars is releasing, Star Wars Battlefront is releasing its first set of DLC, uh, Outer Rim. This is the, this is the first, yeah, the first set, it's had some patches and stuff like that. Yeah, but this is the real first. And this is the first, like, real paid expansion for it. And I got concerned when, when they were talking about it. Because it seemed like they were locking it behind. You could only get it if you had bought the season pass. They were not very. They were not very uh, clear about. No, you can still buy this even if you didn't get the season pass. Because everywhere you talked about, they put anything about it. It was like available in the season pass, and you're just like, yeah. Well, that's just I don't want to give you incentive to get the season exactly. But I was kind of like, that's kind of. I mean, and then eventually I found someone like small type or somebody just like, okay, we're releasing it for season pass holders on March 22nd. Everybody else can get it April 5th. Right now, so so for people who bought the season pass, they're already playing it right now. Oh, Oh, interesting. But did they do pre-sales for the season pass? You can pre-order the season pass when you pre-order the game itself that's what i thought so which that is would have like been people, a long time before like anybody was there any information about what yeah, would be included in well, the season pass they gave you some ideas about what it was going to be 
Um, it was going to be like, you know, you'll get new maps. There will be new uh, mode game t- mode types. Uh, you'll get new heroes to play as and all that stuff. But no, like no. And no like concrete And extra numbers. weapons and stuff like that. But like no no strong details as to what it was going to be or actually include. Which is why I never buy the season I was about passes. to say, that would make me very suspicious. If I don't know in advance a pretty good picture, like I understand that they might not want to give away potential spoilers. But if I don't know pretty well in advance what's going to be included in something like a season pass or additional content... I'm probably not going to buy it. Well, because I know a lot of time it's kind of like one game that stuck out that sticks out. Um, Arkham Knight, Batman Arkham Knight, oh, yeah. um, which is the most recent one. Yeah. Um, alongside all of its plethora of other issues that it had. One of the <laughs> things is that people were like the season pass came out and we're just getting skins for the Batmobile and my character. Right. That's all they offered. The DLC to that game apparently was not very good. Now, didn't they actually, so they did pre-sales for the season pass for that one, but then yep. they didn't actually announce what was going to be in it. It Wasn't it something ridiculous like months after the oh, game yeah. had actually launched? It was like months. Well, and that's kind of the thing. The details for the for this first pack of DLC for, uh, for Battlefront was really only nailed down like a month and a half ago. Ugh. And even then, like I was kind of like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to buy it. But, <laughs> ah, interesting. I think that's you know, interesting. Right withhold well, your dollars, again, Jared. Again, yeah, fight the power. No, again, it's because it's Star Wars. Right. If it was probably anything else, I'd be like, nah, don't. I'm, yeah, I'm okay. but there's still something more to it. I have the similar reaction that you have, the yeah, kind of sound comes like, from I, my mouth. When, whenever I hear about DLC, I bet you, I, I don't want to make an assumption, but at this table, I think I'm the, I could be the most against it. Really? I don't know. That's Maybe. actually kind of surprising. Yeah, it's, why? Because I would say I'm opposed to the idea of DLC or season pass if you don't have all the information. I'm not opposed to it as an industry practice. I like not... if you announced it way in advance and were like, here's what you'll be able to get, mm-hmm. and you were very upfront and transparent about it, I would probably be on board. What is so? What, what is wonderful about it? What I do like? What is the silver lining for me? Is Games today, and games were not able to do this, I don't think, 10 years ago or 15 years ago. They're able to come out, and they're able to be expanded upon. They're able to be built upon the foundation that developers set. Right. That is really enticing. That means a game can grow. That means worlds can be developed. That means maps can come out. So many really interesting things you could do with that. I think that also, conversely, sort of makes the initial game a lot less of what it could be. And I'm used to coming from... I see. I'm just used to coming from games that were really a full package when you get them. Now, this is a trial-to-trial thing. This is not. This is a case-by-case thing. Right. This is not every game does this. Every, yeah, because a game's lot of different. games do them better than others do. Some games come out and they're super fleshed out and there's a big package there like you right. and I, I know we'll talk about the witcher at some point during this day yeah. because i think witcher is someone that did or that that community that game developed who, who made the CD witcher? project red they did a I think a really correct way of doing it oh, they, yeah. they released a massive game and then they promised even more advancement in it and you and several the, the nice thing not to detract from what you were mm-hmm. saying but the nice thing that i've noticed a lot of developers have started doing and even um like Ubisoft's been doing it now, uh, Far Cry Primal, and they just announced some free pet from some free DLC for the Division. That's yeah, coming out. The Division actually, which is, is it's just like a patch mm-hmm. where it's like 
we're giving you some small free stuff. And they've done that with Battlefront. Mm -hmm. Like they've unlocked some different map modes and stuff like that. The, you know, the community completed challenges. So they gave different skins for the heroes that you could wear. Like if you're on Hoth, Luke and Han will be in Hoth gear Mm -hmm. instead of just their normal, like normal outfit. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, the, that's nice too, but no, I get what you're saying. Well, it's like, like the, when the, I before, like in the days of the N64, you got your game, and and they made that game, you know, and it's true. you got so your cartridge. And, and they, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the, there's more recent that's examples, a valid, yes, but valid. like, but still, it's just like you got your cartridge, you plugged that cartridge in, and that's everything the was there was the game. Right now, granted, it's just like that was older technologies and they didn't have the ability to do that. Would they have done it if they had the ability? Mm, Who knows? Because it's, it's kind of the toss up of back then gaming, I feel like was a, you know, a somewhat of a fledgling industry. So people were trying to get their foothold. So they wanted to like present this package of like, Ooh, look what all you get. Right. Exactly. It's very, I mean, it's almost reverse itself. It's because they have this predetermined knowledge that, content can be created after the development of the game or it's even already created and they can just leave it out and give it to you later yeah you can almost they and this is the thing that worries me you can take a game that's really great and well developed and you can almost slice it in half and right you say we'll release mm. this half we'll give them this half i don't know this if this is accurate i don't think this is how i don't i don't think game developers are evil i don't think they are. <laughs> no i think they're just trying to make money i think they're just trying to make money and that's fine like i get that and this is a way to do it and, right and you talk about even being against it and I do it too. I, I'll buy some DLC every now and then. Yep. I will. But I am so... I don't like feeling strung along. And I don't like feeling like the they have... The game is supposed to be for me. You right. know, it's not supposed to be something they lord over me in a way. Like, for example, when Halo 2 and Halo 3 came out, that was still in a time where it was in between. They, they were releasing maps, I think, right. like multiplayer maps. And that was great. And they always released them for free, at least except maybe Halo 3 that you, you actually might have. No, actually, I don't Halo, know. Halo 3, I think they were I still think releasing three and for four, free. I 4, I know you did. Yeah, 4 you but might have But then 5, they started releasing stuff for free. Uh, yeah, 5, they're... Okay, so 5's are... And I but it's a mix. Compare that. It's a mix. And, but, wait, but in Halo 3, for example, the matchmaking playlist mm-hmm. had, was really long you had big team battle you had social slayer you had um squad battle you had pretty much everything covered they didn't leave everything out nowadays and this isn't so much has to do with dlc or expand expansion packs but they every weekend they'll come out with hey we're gonna do social slayer this weekend and then we're gonna take it away for a week and i'm just like why why can't i just have the full intended game Right. Why That's is weird? Why is Oddball not in it anymore? But see, why is this something? Why is Griffin? I can Ball kind of under, I can kind of understand that because they're trying to keep people engaged. They are. It's a, they don't it's, want you know. It's like it's like playing with a cat because there's, <laughs> because it's like you, there are so many different things. Like because now Halo used to be it was Halo mm-hmm. and maybe Call of Duty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like competing against each other. Now mm-hmm. you've got Halo, Call of Duty, The Division, Destiny. And, and if and MOBAs, if, MMOs, you know, it's like... And if another game does it, you have to do it too. That's exactly. the other That's thing. That's true. It's, yeah. You have to really join the party, and it's no, no one maybe even wants to do it, but you have to do it at this right. point. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. It's just... Yeah. There's a feeling that I get that upsets me when I feel like a game is trying to manipulate me, whether than rather than trying to win me over with a good game. Right, I which is why it was such a breath of fresh air when CD Projekt Red released and I Witcher never 3. Knew and they're that just like, story. hey, you guess what? That. Yeah, yeah they, they're just like, hey, here's The Witcher 3. 
and they included which the little amazing. note. Yeah, which well, is I, a huge expansive hear, game. Right. I'm still waiting to get into it, but Dylan, please <laughs> oh, don't be oh, Dylan, yeah, please okay. don't be mad. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm gonna get there, but uh, from even what I've played of Witcher of the first Witcher game and all that stuff, it's in just from what I've read, seen gameplay and all this stuff. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And then they they include this little note in your in your game when you buy it, and they're just like, hey, just so you know. DLC is going to be free. Mm-hmm. We're going to give patches that will we'll release more content out throughout the next few weeks. And you'll get all this cool stuff, for, you know, for free. Granted, they did eventually sell, release a expansion pack mm-hmm. or an expansion that was paid for. You did mm-hmm. have to pay for it. But still, some I saw uh, plenty of places online, people being like, hey, this first huge bit of DLC that The Witcher just gave us, it's like just as big as The Witcher 2. Mm-hmm. So it's the amount of content that they gave out for free mm-hmm. was impressive. And they earned a ton of good karma from, mm-hmm. from the game I community just because of how much everybody was like, Hold, what? Yeah. <laughs> I know. What? Because they just couldn't believe it. And in the fact, gaming community too, are sensitive people. They yes, are. Seriously. You have and to they be even careful gave, around the gaming community. Yeah, and they even gave you a uh, copy of the soundtrack with the game, too. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, like, what? And granted, you know. <laughs> which that will get my love if you give me the music. To... When the game does come out with DLC that is worth it and it is worth a certain amount of money and it actually does deliver, I can't fault a game for that. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not going to fault anybody for make, you know, asking me to spend $20 for a real expansion. Right. It's just whether or not... It's just something that I usually don't shell out for, though. Yes. I had to, I had to teach myself or tell myself not to buy the DLC anymore for Call of Duty games. Oh. Mm. Even though I, you know, I love Call of Duty mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and it is really hard. Like right now, you know, they've the current the first DLC pack for Black Ops Three is out right now. They just announced the next one coming out today, not coming out today, but they announced it today. And I can't even keep up with like all that. They it's release four packs up. a year, but by the time they release the fourth one, the new like, one's almost yeah. the new game is only like a month away. Right. And so then I'm like, okay, and it's fifteen dollars per per thing. What and do you so, get? You get four new maps, mm-hmm. um, a, a new uh, like level or entry into the zombies mode or whatever the extra mode that they have in Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, granted, the Call of Duty DLC is very much worth it. Yeah. You get a lot of stuff mm-hmm. for for the price, and because I know the zombies mode, I'm not big into the zombies mode, but it's very for the people, people who like are into it. it it's very yeah. episodic. It's a very good like story. It's a whole other great gaming mm-hmm. experience, but for me, it's just like you're okay. You're looking at it. Okay, sixty dollars for the game. At when it comes out, fifteen dollars for be four spending? DLC packs. So somebody who's better each at math than together. me, each fifteen dollars oh, each. each. Yeah, for oh, the four God. packs throughout the year, and so they, there you're looking at what another sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. So one hundred and twenty dollars mm-hmm. for the for the game. Granted, if you were super into Call of Duty, you could buy the season pass, and it's only fifty dollars for all right. the extra you DLC. Little, yeah, you get a break. You get a little bit of a break, mm-hmm. but still. And but then it, they know, and that's the thing. They know. That the dedicated Call of Duty fans are going to do that every year. You're going to get it. So, I mean, it makes sense. Why would they stop doing it? Right, Right. exactly. But I had to tell myself just (laughs) because, for budgetary reasons, I can't do that. Yeah. Like, I can't do that every year. And so, like, Advanced Warfare, I only started doing that with the last one, Advanced Warfare, that came out. And I was like, no, I can't, in good conscience, keep buying all the DLC. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, that brings up a couple different things. But I know you 
mentioned something when we were texting about Super Smash Bros. What did I mention? I don't know, about a expansion where you could get a new character. Oh, for... yeah, just DLC characters okay. and levels and stuff. And how much is that? Well, it de- <laughs> that depends. <laughs> so most of the time when they release new characters, you can buy them all together, I believe, or you can buy just the ones that you want. Mm. So they've released... God, I don't even know how many extra characters. The roster is so gigantic now, I'm not sure mm-hmm. I can even keep up. But the more recent ones would have been Bayonetta, Corrin, and... Wow, Bayonetta? Cloud? Yeah, Bayonetta. Bayonetta. She looks Bad awesome. Ass. Oh, yeah, it was Cloud, wasn't yeah. it? So there was Corrin, Bayonetta, and Cloud. And those were as recent as February. So this is a game that's been out for over a year now. Mm-hmm. Almost yeah. two years now. Yeah, getting close to that. And so I appreciate that they are still trying to keep... Because with Smash, it's not like Call of Duty. You don't get a new one every year. Right. Super Smash Brothers, the games, are they're much more spread out. So they it's are. like by releasing these new DLC characters that you can pick and choose from. I think Bayonetta's set, so her, her outfits, and her level were $5.99, so yeah. $6. So if you wanted all three of the newest characters, you would have been shelling out about $20, but... Most of them came with additional stuff like stages and the characters themselves. And if it's for five or six bucks, that seems worth it to me. And again, to your point, it's going to be such a long time since there's going to be a new, until there's a new Smash Brothers, then yeah, why wouldn't I? Now with games like Call of Duty, where there is a new one literally every year, Mm -hmm. I much, I would, me as a consumer, I would be significantly less likely to buy the DLC because in my mindset, I'm going, I'll just wait for the new one. Mm-hmm. I'll just wait for the Which new is game. True Why because would I shell out all this money for a game that's about to get eclipsed by its sequel? Exactly. And so, like, you, like I still have all of the old Call of Duty games and stuff like that. And, and every once in a while, I'll fire up, like, Modern Warfare 2 or the first Black Ops and be like, I like some of those maps on there. I'll see if anybody's playing. There are still people playing them. But at the same time, it's just like... Like not as, I'm, why would I stay on the old one when there's mm-hmm. the new one? Is there any play to or pay to win incentive in any of these games? Like, fortunately, that, not because that's something that I don't know if I've played a game where that necessarily exists. But just hypothetically, for example, if the division said, "Hey, ten bucks, you can have three the three legendary or superior weapons that no one right. else will have access to." Normally, that's going to really turn me off. Yeah, I, do yes. not I don't like, like that, that idea, idea of, at no. all. No, and and I think that would turn off the majority of people. Yeah, but because people, but I feel like games do have play to win or pay to win. It uh, depends aspects. if it's it, they do. Some of them do. Like you know, I feel like a lot of uh, well, especially if you want to look like say okay, perfect example because I'm still uh, or not perfect example, but uh, Clash of Clans on mm-hmm. the on mm-hmm. the mobile phone mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I play that, but I don't spend any money on it. Does that hinder the experience? In the in the sense that it takes forever to like upgrade things and to and to move on to the next level and stuff like that. Like I just started a troop up upgrade and it's going to take ten days, mm-hmm. oh. and I could buy gems to just do it immediately. Right, and that's but that's I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to buy ISO that on that games. game. I've talked to a guy who told me like he was showing me his clan and all that stuff, and he told me he spent over seven hundred dollars on this game. <laughs> wow, where are you kidding me? I know it's wild. Oh. And I'm like, no, thank you. No, makes it because I'm stomach. A, yes, I'm a gamer. I'll pay. You know, I know I've spent way more than seven hundred dollars in the time in my time of gaming play, on games. But for one game that has really no other benefit than it just being continual money hole. Oh no, no, no. You know, I don't know. No. Yeah, it makes no. you a little bit sick. And Halo, not that it's a little different, but it also has that aspect for gold packs, silver packs. They have a thing for the, in, for the rec packs. For and the all rec that packs, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So in Halo, you can buy. 
it's almost like getting baseball cards. I mean, you open up a pack and you get 10 things, like a weapon and like a weapon skin, some new armor, all aesthetic things. Nothing right. that's really going to pertain to, unless you're talking about Warzone, that's kind of another story. But anyways, you can get one of these packs and the only way to get them, there's a few ways to get them, but one, the main way is to, by playing the game, you build up rec points. Every time you win, you get like 1,000 points and a gold pack is 10,000 points. Or, if you so choose, you can spend... X amount of dollars and get a bundle of right. 10 gold packs. And there's even, the, I think the biggest one on there, you spend like $60 or $99. But you can actually earn those same points in-game without paying right. real money. You can. Which, so I'm, which, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that I'm too. fine with that, but I still... I mean, you can do that in Clash of Clans. Like, right. it just takes, in, it's uh, just uh, how much time... Do you want every, to spend time or money? Almost every game that I play on my phone, that aspect exists. Oh, you yeah. You can play it like this, or but they're always kind of nudging you. I just don't <laughs> like that nudge. I, I do know. not when like I don't, I don't their elbow in my when side it's saying, hey, yeah, you're going to spend a little money and we'll give you something else. It's like, I am not a whore. I am much more... It's not who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely say that I'm much more um, amenable to DLC as opposed to in-game purchases. In-game purchases, I have that exact same reaction. If that prompt comes up, if they actually interrupt the game, or if it comes up when you boot up the game or go to quit the game, those little, hey, you should do this. Right. My reaction is, I'm not going to do it. Right. I'm, no. I'm spite yeah. now. I'm yeah. spite I'm, I'm not going to do spite. it. So like, I, I loved the Angry Birds games and stuff <laughs> yes. like that. Ooh, you and they came out else. and they came out. <laughs> I know, right? It's, there's a movie coming out. It's a revolutionary yeah. thing. <laughs> they released Angry Birds 2 not too long ago. And I was like, oh, cool. Downloaded it. I deleted it very quickly. Really? You couldn't do anything without, without them prompting oh. you to be like, hey, buy more hearts, buy right. more lives. It right. was such a complete different Gross. experience from the first Angry Birds, which was just like, Angry Birds, you know, and, and now that it's like they put on so many other things to it. I'm just like, this isn't fun. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, I took it off completely now to your, you know, I do know. So a thing about pay to win last of us multiplayer came out with expansion packs where you could buy new skills like a DLC, uh, not expansion pack DLC for their multiplayer where you could buy skill, new skills and like weapon packs, but then they also had like customization items. You could buy like a hat pack, or mm -hmm. which I never buy anything that's like a like a, a, a like a, a suit or a skin like kind of stuff. Aesthetic. Like that's an aesthetic. Yes, yeah. I'm all like, about aesthetics. I'm, you I are would definitely, I which, I wanna, that. which I want to touch on in a second. But so like I, I'm not about that. I'm not mm -hmm. going to spend five dollars on a 100 different hats. Me, oh my god, I, I would care. love that. But but so but one of the things that I saw in a couple forums is that people were like. So one of the one of the weapon packs that they released, what you got a crossbow, which when you shoot somebody with it, it causes the initial damage, but then also causes a bleed damage, mm -hmm. a residual damage for a little bit until you can heal. And uh, people were like, "Okay, that's pay to win," mm -hmm. and got and some people were like really mad, like that's pay to mm -hmm. win, Naughty Dog. What what game is this? Last Last of Us. Last of Us. Okay. And they're like, "That's pay to win. You, you if you don't spend money, you can't. There's no way you can get this crossbow," which they're true. Uh huh. But also at the same time, it was. Three dollars for three a pack but still, of three weapons. It's the principle. It is the it's principle. The principle of and, the idea. And I agree. I was like, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of shitty. But here's my three dollars. Oh, <laughs> you because, son of a you're because, a sellout. Uh, but again, it so. again, it's Last of Us, which we all know my love for that game. You, so right. yeah, I'm gonna spend the money on it. And they, <laughs> that's valid. Uh, still, you're a fan. I, I drew you're the line though. I did not buy the hat pack. Oh, Every time, did you the, kill people with the crossbow? Or were you just like? Did you feel sick? I mean, <laughs> I mean no, it felt did awesome. Did you feel ashamed? Yes. It felt awesome. Well I killed somebody with the crossbow, and I was like, oh, that was satisfying. You might as well throw like a 
quarter dollar at them. <laughs> yeah. It's like here's some in-game money, go yeah. buy it. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I agree. As long as there's as long as there's the option to be able to either earn it through just time spent playing or pay the money, you know, it's fine. I'm never going to spend the money if there's the option to do it through time. I'm just not going I that's just me. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'll be like, I'd rather do this and save my money for a buying another game that comes out or something like that, and as opposed to just sinking all of it into mm-hmm. all of my gaming budget into this one game. Well, here's the big emotional response that I have to this. When I was younger and when I first got into gaming, and this is a bigger, broader subject now, but when I was playing games on N64 and the original <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation, yes, I was young and naive, and I de- I never saw it as a business. Yeah. Obviously it was. It's always <laughs> I don't want to say it's always but it certainly became a business very quickly. However, it was almost like this secret relationship I had with video games mm-hmm. and with certain types of games and I never felt as though that was a relationship where they were manipulative or above me. I felt like we were sharing something. They wanted they made something they wanted to share with me. That is something that I only feel every now and then with games. And that is a very valid response. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, with newer games, and especially with DLC, you can absolutely easily get the feeling, I'm just the consumer to that. And I do see what you're saying. With with older games, yeah. Yeah, Instead of, oh, this is something between us. Exactly. And now it's like, oh, they just want my money. So, (laughs) I mean, so so it's true. They have always just wanted our money, but it didn't used to feel that way. Just make it less obvious. It's like, if you just make it more subtle. Just just be more subtle subtle. about it. I'll just slide you the dollars across the counter, and you give me the game, and that's the end of the story. Still, I mean, at the at the end of the day, yeah, it's just, it's just the evolution of business because back then it was like like we said, it was Sega, Nintendo, and PlayStation, and then later PlayStation competing against each other, mm-hmm. or and then basically, Microsoft. and then well, Microsoft didn't really come into it until right a little bit later until the Xbox, mm-hmm. which was two thousand one, mm, I believe so, yeah, and then so. something like that, mm-hmm. and but yeah, so for, so for a while it was pretty much just Sega, Nintendo, then it, Sega and died out, and then they were too. exactly uh, video games, and this is I'm working, I, I don't want to derail. Too much, but video games have obviously expanded. It's it's up there with films and right. books, and you know that's why it's something now that anybody to, can make. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons we want to start about the podcast because we wanted to kind of discuss things like this. <laughs> but we do there when you get that big, and this is just I think a fact of life. There are little, not evil, but little kind of. I mean, you could kind of call it necessary evils. Necessary evils arise. It's you have to you have to make big. money to stay in business, right? You and have to when, do it. When when now there is the huge video game market that there is, everyone's looking for that next way to make to yeah. make money and stay mm-hmm. ahead of the competition, right? And we're gonna like as gamer as the gaming community. There are some of those things we're gonna like, and there's some of those things we're gonna not like. Overall, mm-hmm. I like DLC. I think it's cool. I like as it long has as it's presented potential. in the ba- it, and it and it, it it's used potentially certain developers have used it correctly right and granted yes i'm gonna like it if the developer just gives it to me Mm -hmm. i'm like cool man Mm -hmm. good on you Mm -hmm. but then also at the same time if it's a game i really like it's a if it's a developer that i'm really behind yeah i'm gonna uh, i'll shell the money like i did for last of us and and i've done for call of duty in the past Mm -hmm. um i'll probably i'll do it for the division i've done it for destiny Mm mm-hmm uh, and so, See, I never did it for Destiny and Bungie. I never did it. I did it. Did I ever buy? I don't know if I maybe once bought a map pack, and that's a. I have huge loyalty. I think Bungie. I did. I think I bought a map pack once for one of the older Halo mm-hmm. games too. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it it all depends on a my relationship with the developer and relationship with the game for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Well, know? another question that came up to my head talking about this, 
and this is something that I think needs to maybe perhaps be reevaluated is how much is a game worth? Yeah. That's a really hard question. It is. <laughs> Why would you even ask that? We because, don't have that kind of time. <laughs> well, I know. I don't want to go into this whole discussion about what a game is. Well, no, is but it, it brings it, up a good but, point. But it used to what be, what, $50 for a game? I think yeah. it went up $10 in the last five years or so. Yes. Yeah, That's most games are around 60, 60 nowadays. Now. And there was the discussion of when the Xbox One and the PS4 came out is should they be more now? Because because of the higher re- yeah. graphics and things like that, the, mm-hmm. the the systems could handle more, so therefore bigger games could be made. So right. does that mean that the games the price should go up? Mm-hmm. No, so yeah, but back to what you're saying. Well, it's just I mean I don't know the answer. I just remember I remember when it went up from fifty to sixty. I remember when it started doing that because it used yeah. to be fifty. I mean even still, like sometimes if I'm looking at the price of a game, I'm like sixty dollars. Yeah, I know it's back a little... in my day, <laughs> right. back yes. in the old days. 20. So I still I, I still have that reaction where it's like. Man, that's still kind of a lot of money. Again, it comes down to what the game is. So, like a lot of people, especially now that some games have started being only like multiplayer only and not yeah. having a story mode, yeah, or or something like that, people are more like, should that game be sixty dollars? Like, and that came up again. Bring it up, Battlefront. Mm-hmm. People were like, this is Battlefront, multiplayer that's a good, only. It's a good example. Should this be sixty dollars? And then also came up uh, Black Ops Three for PlayStation and PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Sixty. It's some, uh, it might crap. I can't remember now if it's multiplayer only or campaign only. I think it's multiplayer. Multiplayer. Yes, it's multiplayer only. You don't get the campaign for PS3 and Xbox 360, but it's the same price. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong on that, but it's very close to. It. <laughs> I'm gonna double check it. But um, well, and so a lot of people have just been like, you know, what does this? What's the value? Of this? What's How the value? Much, well, yeah, why? Is the why numerical... is this game that's only giving me this? Because you can definitely look at it and say. Star Wars Battlefront is not giving me as much gameplay and options as The Witcher Three or Dragon Age Inquisition. Ooh, oh boy, you know, kind yeah. of thing. It's, <laughs> okay. it's not providing well, on the on the same level. There, <laughs> I'm just saying, no, on you're the right. same yeah, level. They're not pro- they're not providing the same yeah. amount of. Things so why like on that. earth would you pay as much money? Exactly, because it's the standard. Because yeah. it is you know? the standard. So so then it's like, okay, do you lower the price of a of a of a, of a game like Battlefront? But then they're just going to find a way in the background with DLC and other things yeah. like that to make it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to do it. They, again, you, they have to make their money. And so I agree. Stand, overall, having the standard is fine. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at it too, investing the $60 in a video game and then the then the 15 or whatever dollars that you're going to invest on the DLC over a period of time, the amount of return on investment for that is, is very good. Sure. From case a business in, standpoint, case in point, it's wise. Case in point, like Shadow of Mordor. I mm-hmm. played that game, and I beat it completely platinumed out. It took me like 54, 57 hours to do. I spent a little over a dollar an hour, wow. if you look at it that way. Wow. That's cheap entertainment. Yeah. Huh. You know what I mean? If you look at it from that way. And for games like Pokemon, where I've literally logged hundreds of hours, Civilization, it's like, oh, same man. thing. You know, like games that you play That's and like point. maintain good for point. years, the return on investment for that is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in the end, it's like, do I want to split again? I'm not going to buy all the DLC, but for Battlefront, same point with like the Super Smash Brothers, they're not going to come out with Battlefront two anytime soon. They haven't mm-hmm. talked yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. I might be surprised at E3. They're like, guess what? Battlefront mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. next year. Ooh, and you're going to be like, with your Star Trooper <sighs> mask on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, but, you know, I'll be like, oh, well, all right, going to buy that now. Yeah. But And for games like that, for Smash and games like Battlefront, when there's no real next in sight, but there's still a very active community around those games, yeah. you could really view the DLC as part of keeping that game at the forefront of yeah. gamers' minds, keeping mm-hmm. the community active. Exactly. Because why would you play an online game not only is there not a second one, but just if nobody else is playing it anymore. So a good example of that is this game, Mag. It came out a few years ago, PS3, Xbox 360. And it was, its big thing is it was multiplayer only. It was like one of the first games I'd heard of that was multiplayer only. Uh, aside from, you know, the World of Warcrafts and all the, and all that, uh, you know, all those, those other like MOBAs and uh-huh. stuff like that. Um, and, but the thing is, it, it's, it touted like, 256 player multiplayer battle kind of thing like wow. huge teams yeah yeah but do you, have you guys ever heard of mag no, no. <laughs> exactly it, you know well, it, came, it, it came and went like yeah. i remember hearing about it and i was just like oh sweet but then when i actually thought about buying it it was a couple years after it was done it yeah. had come out you know, nobody plays it anymore right and see to that re- to that exact regard if you're a, if you're like me and you frequently don't buy a game when it's released DLC is actually a really good way for me to go a year from now, look at a game and go, oh, but they just released all that new stuff. Mm-hmm. I can still buy this and still have all of that support from the online community and be assured that yeah. other people are still going to be playing. Mm-hmm. So especially if you just aren't going to buy it immediately, you look at DLC and go, oh, well, it doesn't matter if I don't buy it immediately because I can buy it six months from now and there will be all this new stuff already available, especially mm-hmm. if it's free. And the base like game might be cheaper yeah, at that point. Exactly. It's true, and you might get some sort of bundle package. Yeah. And Grand Theft Auto did that when they had like the Battle of Gay Tony and some other thing they had for Grand Theft Auto 4. I think eventually you could just buy it as a bundle pack and you yeah. get all the all the DLC. They'll normally do like with Game it. of the Year editions or something like that. Shadow yeah. of Mordor did that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition did that. You can mm-hmm. just buy it You can buy it and get it both. That's how I got the first Dragon Age. It had come out long enough ago, so I got the, the Ultimate pack and it came with the Awakening expansion and all that stuff. And it was, it was even cheap then mm-hmm. so yes there are ways to get around it again it's just though and i come back to the idea and this also goes with another aspect that games do now is i think i know the master chief collection suffered from this i know there was another game recently i think it suffered that came out broken it came out and it didn't oh, work right. yeah and it's the same idea that you could not get away with that 10 years ago if you released Halo 2 and it didn't work, right, you couldn't. Like, yeah. come, you're not going to be able to come back and like recall it and fix everything. Yeah, you know seriously. what I mean? It's like what the game. There's just I think there's something pure about that, and that's maybe something that I miss a little bit is what they what they make is what you get. Yeah. And in as much as I do think DLC can be used really well, it goes along with the same idea that if a game is broken, eh, we'll fix it in a patch down next week. Day we'll, one patch. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll send it out day out. Right. And that's and that's fine. Like, I pop in my game, and it's like a two-gig download to patch it already. I'm like, well, that's weird. <laughs> you know, they <laughs> yeah. need to, like, already have something. So I just, I hope it doesn't make the developers lazy. Yeah, like, you don't want... That there to be encouragement of cutting corners because oh we can fix it we later. can fix it later we'll give them that later again like the idea of slicing the game in two you know this part really isn't finished like who knows like maybe i know this sounds cynical but maybe all that stuff the division's about to offer they already like could have put in the game they could have easily just had it in i the definitely game. Th- i definitely think that's possible I, I, it's in the true. most cases it's 
it's planned for. Yeah, they didn't release the, they didn't right. release the like game. It wasn't like a surprise. And they're just like, <laughs> right. hey, they're not like, hey, we've been hard working you know here. What would be cool? <laughs> we, we love you guys so we've much. Got we got all these great ideas. Content. We don't know what to do with it. <laughs> it's like they definitely know it's been in development. Just be honest about it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll be on board. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like funny. it's been in development. They didn't release the game. Be like, so what's next? Right. Well, you the know, they, they know that. The trailer that came out, it looks like you know they're they're using DLC and like, yeah, we're gonna actually totally expand this world for you. Right. We're gonna kind of release it like this, but it just I don't like the idea that withholding parts of the game right. for money is just makes me a little sick. And there and there are definitely things about it. And so that's where, so bringing it back to something we talked about a little bit earlier with episodic games. Mm-hmm. That's where I kind of like get a, like, you know, like a little like, uh, mm-hmm. about episodic games. Yeah. So again, I haven't played that many. I played episode one of, or season <laughs> one of the Walking Dead yeah, Telltale I played, like, game. The demo. <laughs> and <laughs> so I, I'm an I played it and I was like into getting into it and stuff like that. And then it ended. It's just like, get season two. I'm like, no, I want season right. two now. You know, know, it's it's kind of the same thing, which, you know, that is also coming from. Uh, it's fine. You know, but that's again coming back to what the game is worth. Maybe it's worth that. Maybe you need, you know, yeah. maybe it's worth. But also at the same time, I didn't go back and buy the rest of it. Right. Now, see, that's another good example of if I knew it were going to be an episodic game, I would just wait. I would just wait yeah, until they were all the released, new, and then I would buy them all together. The new Hitman that just came would. out. Yeah, the new Hitman that just came out is episodic. Same thing. I'm, I liked the, the last Hitman that came out, but I'm going to wait till this one's out, and mm-hmm. buy, I can just buy them all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which isn't a bad idea. And that's, and you know, even in my head talking about it, I'm like flip-flopping, because coming back to like what a game's worth, and games are just different now, and I have to accept that. They're not a <laughs> one-time package. Done. And, and I think yeah. I just, I, I nostalgically enjoy that. It's the transition into the new age. We're struggling. Well, and it's like, and there are people, new gamers coming in every day who they who they don't know. No, this is they're they're used to this. This is how it's just like, oh, okay, I buy this now and I get all this stuff later. Yeah, I like the whole, and I like now that it it seems in the next in these last really in the last few months that it's it seems that there has been a bigger push to to mix free and DLC. Maybe that came as a result of of The Witcher. I don't, I don't, and the, the massive outpouring of support they got for that. Yeah. But because, so like case point, the division, like we talked about, they just announced today, uh, that they're releasing like, uh, some like free DLC patch stuff that's Mm going to like change it. It's going to give you a new area to go into there. Really? I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. I just, I just read about like an hour. (laughs) I read about it like a, the news doesn't get to Virginia's. (laughs) I read about like an hour before we, before we started recording. Okay. Um, and so they're going to, and they're going to do that, you know, and it's like, Oh, here's this, this, you know, here's some stuff. It's going to, you can like trade weapons now, trade stuff among among team members and stuff in the dark zone and other areas. So it, it's going to add some things, but add, add some new gameplay. Mm-hmm. Far Cry Primal, but then but then they are also going to release paid DLC later in the year. Okay. Destiny, they you know had patches and updates that fixed things before, but then they had their two big DLC expansion packs that were re- uh, expansions packs that were released. It's the, the Dark King. Below and the Taken King. Let me ask you this. And though, but like Taking King was $40. Yeah, I was going to ask you if <laughs> if I wanted to be fully up to date and with Destiny. not really worth it, I would say. <laughs> I remember <laughs> you guys FYI. talking about that. Well, Destiny in general. We had a whole we had a whole conversation yeah, about we Destiny. Did. But what episode now, was that? Oh, that was like games actually, we love and hate. Love games to hate. Yeah, yeah that was love, like episode 2. Love and yeah. But but now they've just really talking about this huge April update. That's going to be free. Really? And they're you know they're upping your, like your light level so how high you can progress. They're doing a lot of tweaks and things mm-hmm. to the game making you know, making adding some new things in, and I'm kind of like I haven't played Destiny in months. 
but I kind of want to play it again. If, don't do it, Jared. No, Jared don't, <laughs> don't, don't do, do it. Don't get sucked I'm in. I'm going to do it and get sucked in. I can't help what it. What if you wanted to be fully up to date, fully, 100% up to date with Destiny, yep. how much money would you have to spend? If right you, now? If you, not, not right now. Let's say you bought it, the initial game, and you wanted to continually stay up to date. Uh, you would probably have been spent $60 for the game, $40 for Taken King. I want to say Dark Below was 20 So 120 so one twenty, and I think that's it. That's it. I think so. Okay. Well, and that's you can I'm just, buy I'm just getting back just to like I, just like in Halo, you can buy silver in the mm-hmm. game, which is like money okay. packs I don't to, need, yeah, to buy emotes and stuff like that. that. Like I, you know, th- that's totally on your choice to buy that stuff. But no, I think as far as like paid content that you have to buy to progress, you know, and play the game fully, I think it's just like DLC with one twenty. So the question, you know, that comes back to my question: Is Destiny a one hundred and twenty dollars game? Yeah, that's a big no from me. <laughs> It's a big old nope. <laughs> again, it's up, again, it's up to the person. I I paid that one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, for the game. Is it? Is it? What do you think? Overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not my favorite, but I'm definitely. I, I was about to say that exact response right there would not warrant one hundred and twenty dollars for me. That's a lot of money. I enjoyed it, but but it's also again spread out return on investment. Yeah, you know, it's not like it's one hundred twenty dollars all at once. Right, and the amount of time I put into the game is immense. Right, so, right, right. you know, it's good, and so yeah, and I'll probably get back into it with this with this update that they're going to see just to see what it was, uh, you know, just to see what it is and everything and what it entails. But then also, Far Cry Primal just announced that they're releasing a a free pass patch whatever mm-hmm. DLC, uh, a survival mode, which basically they're changing up this kind of thing with the game where they you can play on like a super hard, uh, super hard mode. Uh, that where you can turn on, you know, you, you can turn off your mini map. They increase the fog, like the fog of war on your map mm-hmm. when you look at it and everything. Some be, like rare beasts are harder to tame now than they were before. And you even have the option to turn on permadeath. <sighs> oh, where you die forever. But if, Ooh. but they also give like some I want big, that when the game comes out. Damn it. <laughs> and that's, I want a, val- all, that's those are, a valid those are, those are, those are val- Those are good features. But they're they're still basic to me in my eyes. Yes, but the cool thing is, I love the permadeath idea. Any game, I, I do love. Too. I, like I love having the option. Yeah, I love yeah. that stuff. But so, Just, but so it's but see, die. it's kind of cool. <laughs> I don't mind it necessarily with Primal because in everything I've played with Primal, I haven't come across any. And I, in as far as I know, and everything I read with it, it had a excellent release. Like nothing really bad happened when mm-hmm. it came out, which I feel like we we've passed that era of when shit was just breaking every time a new game was released mm-hmm. back in 2014. I must have missed that year. I mean, it was, it was like, Nintendo's it was like triple, flawless. it was like triple A. <laughs> <Their> track record. <laughs> yeah, it, it was fine. I was playing Pokemon like, X and Y. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was a blurry Nintendo's, year. Nintendo's fine, but like uh, other big triple A studios had a really tough time and that kind of seeped over a little bit into last year. But now that seems to be behind us. People are like, Hey, we can't do that anymore. But so I, so for me, a little cool thing like that to just, Throw to your fans and be like, hey, here's this. Here's this little fun nugget mm-hmm. that you can now enjoy. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that fun nugget. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they took the time to refine the game and get the game perfect in the time they had and, and delivered a flawless game on launch. I'm cool. And if right. you want to give me stuff after that, sweet. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's an interesting thing to put into perspective that it's a good thing if the game comes out working on launch. That was, that's yeah, like that's a, kind that of That kind of wild... sucks that that's a good thing now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But it, it is. is. But that's a, that's a different thing. It but is. Like, but so it's, it's just, it's just nice. And so, you know, overall, I understand the point behind DLC. Mm-hmm. I like DLC overall. Mm-hmm. Would you guys say overall you like or dislike? Dislike. Dislike? Yeah. On the fence? Um... 
It can, it's a case. It's a case to case thing. On, on it really is. It is. It really sometimes is. it does work, but but usually I don't buy it. I mean, usually I I, I don't. I, I no. It's I'm, not a. It's not a normal practice for me. Yeah. Like I said, l- recently in recent time, Last of Us I bought DLC for Destiny. I bought DLC for. I'll buy DLC for the Division. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time I go to think that I might do DLC, for example, with Front. Smash <laughs> Brothers, I haven't bought any of the new DLC characters because instead I've been spending my money on. Other games, right, right. Instead I would of getting spend the my DLC, I go and get a different game. It has to be yeah. a game that I'm really into. Yeah, you know. And so the thing is about it too, and the the issue that might be, especially with games like The Division and Destiny, that are more like if you don't play it, everyone else is gonna really get ahead of you, and you know, and get <sighs> the and all that threat stuff. of falling behind. It's like that is a real thing, and so it's like you know. You, it could be argued that your experience playing either of those games will not be as good if you don't buy it. Right, I don't like Whereas that. Most yeah. ca- I don't like that. That's the reason yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Whereas other games like 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 Call of Duty and stuff, no, it doesn't it doesn't matter at all if I mm. buy the map pack. That's not gonna. I can still log on and play the maps that are available and have just as good. Yeah. See, maps though, I like maps are the only thing that I. And I'm thinking about Halo specifically. If, right. If, if Halo or Bungie or Three Four Three they they release four maps that I'm like those look like really good maps. That's that's something that's more interesting for me. I mean, the the most the closest game that I can think of it, with regards to DLC is actually Splatoon. Yeah. And two of the things that they do that I've really liked are a all of the updates so far, all of the new maps, all of the new gear has all been free. That's mm, nice. So the only benefit that I got from withholding my dollars until a few months after the game was released is oh, a lot of those updates had already happened. And then the other thing that I actually would consider DLC are Amiibo. So I don't think yeah, I don't think Xbox Nintendo or Sony specific. have like an amiibo equivalent. They're getting there. But most amiibo, they're not just collectibles. They are also they do something. Right. They right. they have a function in the game. They either download new content, they provide new maps or new levels, and then in addition to that, you have this little thing Which that I think a that's lot cool. of people it are, kind of, are they're, yeah, they're starting collections. Yep. And there's this running joke that like we can't wait until 80 years from now when all of our grandmas have curio cabinets full of amiibo <laughs> instead, of like of those, yeah, instead of like those instead of precious <laughs> moments. It's all gonna be and they'll be like, Grandma, you're so lame. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's going to be. And so, <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, I would definitely, when you're getting something physical out of the deal, that also creates content in kinda, game. That's a nice that's plus. much that more able. Cool. That's much more able for me to be like, yes, that is worth the $10 for this little squid amiibo, which mm-hmm. is the cutest one. Something you one. can hold. It's physical. So what about then, very quickly, mm-hmm. games like uh, Disney Infinity or Lego Dimensions, where... Um, or Skylanders. Oh, I was about to say, what was Skylanders? I couldn't think of the word at first. Skylanders is very similar to Amiibo. Yeah, You're basically yeah. just buying Amiibo. You buy but, action figures to get the, to get right. the thing Right, and, and that's how Infinity and uh, the Lego Dimensions are as well. You buy, you can buy like uh, a Star Wars Lego set and build it, and the it, same thing. You plug it in, and it you know gives you, you new plug content. plug the on Legos the, into the game? That's how it looks. Oh I my God, technology. From, I know, it looks cool. <laughs> but so to me, I'm like, A, Star Wars Infinity. Want to buy that? Well, yeah, Star Wars. So of course. <laughs> but then also at the same time, I'm also like, a, I don't feel like I'm in the right age range for those games. <laughs> you start to question your life, but but still, um, but still, it's just like, what do we what do we think of that model? Like, is that like because again, With it's the fact that they, you get a little, you have to buy extra pieces mm-hmm. to to get more out of the game. Now, if it's compulsory, I'm much less no. But if it's optional, like it's, if it's again, just it's an optional. optional thing. It's, it's, it's kind of along the same th- same line. You mm-hmm. can, you don't have to, 
But again, you do it's get just the physical part of the amiibo, right. the figure, mm-hmm. or the set. Because you you can't uh, for Lego one, I think is cool too because you can build the set. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's pretty right. cool. That's, that's pretty of, cool. That's that's a creative way to. Do I still and I feel like especially off. if it's younger kids <laughs> playing the game, that's something that the kid and the parent can do together. Exactly, and then they get to play the game. So it's like, oh, it's it builds families, keeps families mm-hmm. together, right? Yeah, yeah. It's sweet. <laughs> the family that games together stays together. Exactly. There you go. I'm gonna hang We're that. Gonna, I'm gonna hang that instead of instead of a instead of a eat, pray, love, or live, laugh, love. Sign in my kitchen. It's gonna, it's gonna say the thing that games together stays together. I have vivid memories of my uncle Jim beating me Jesus. into the ground. <laughs> like when I was with little. Video games, right? yeah, video like games. With video okay. games. When I was like 10 and he was oh, an Lord. adult who played games and he'd be like, ha ha ha, and then just beat the crap out of me. Like, wasn't Uncle polite in letting you win at all. No, he was not like that. And it was just like, well, who probably built character, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'm not Except now I win. cry all the time about video games, so maybe it didn't. It's a love-hate relationship. The opposite. Yeah, no. You don't, you, don't, you don't go easy on people. No. <laughs> just be no, like, not you know, Life settle and tough. smash. <laughs> I, exactly, settle and smash. Mm-hmm. Go into the dark zone, get your ass beat. Yeah, that happens What's to me. Up? You know, it's just like it's it just happens. It's a it's a part it's a part of gaming. So get used to getting your ass whooped. Yeah, Terminator Z. Exactly, Terminator Z. <laughs> Dog Town Warrior. Warrior. Mogan, we got. We'll, 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 we'll just create something. Just make something. We'll up make something yeah. up. We'll say something else. So. We'll figure it out. So yeah, so this has been fun. A nice little dive into business we yeah about business i today. know not it's even business icky. industry industry yeah. business, which i feel is much more icky i know <laughs> it's right? menacing it's just like this They're big thing and we're us. talking about it and you should you, you know we, we're saying good stuff so they should pay attention <laughs> to us over here <laughs> but uh but no so overall so yeah so no deals no to dlc ultimately no ultimately no on the fence about Still DLC, fence. even though it could be great. I don't know. I'm so I'm I'm iffy, but ultimately, just just, just, just the elbow. To know. I mean, it's the elbow. Yeah. It's yeah. the elbow. I don't like. Stop t- and me, touching me. <laughs> Get me your overall. hands off. <laughs> Get out of my pockets. Yes. That wallet is mine. And mine alone to decide what I want to do with it. Yes. For me, it's game by game basis. Yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. I think it's fun when they when they are able to give you the extra little treats and stuff like that to keep you, especially if it's a game you love, to keep mm-hmm. you into it. But you know. But again, at the same time, if it's annualized games, no, I'm probably not going to buy this stuff. If it's a special case like Battlefront, yeah, I'll pro- I'm going to buy the DLC. And you know, you're a fan. Outside of that, yeah, support. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Fan of the game, I'm going to support the game. Fan mm-hmm. of the developer, I'm going to support the developer. You so. like EA? That's what Actually, you just right. said. It's a controversial statement. No, 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 no. We got another hour, don't we? That's a different conversation. Honestly, right now, I am. I'm probably of any of the developers out there. Like, I'm probably more like on the Ubisoft bandwagon right now. Yeah, they're producing some good stuff right now. Good stuff. And so I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this stuff where where that's going to go. But anyway, that's a topic for another day. But so that twit Twitter. Post that tweet. You were so close. It doesn't matter. The the Twitter and Facebook tweet and the Facebook post that I sent out earlier got some action. People asked us a question. I was like, hey, we're recording. During during the, during, During. right now. See, that's the power of social media. I know. Maybe we should get the new setup. Oh, here we go. Got three. Got three. Twitter's dead. Twitter didn't give us anything, but Facebook did. Okay. <laughs> Our fancy new Facebook page. That's awesome. Brandon asks, and we'll try to keep these relatively quick, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Hour two, everyone. Yeah, it's in a can of worms. It's about to open up. Uh, Brandon asks, what video game exceeded your expectations? Splatoon blew my expectations out of the water. I had no idea what to expect, and it's freaking awesome. I love nice. it. To death. 
I got to think about that. Okay. Exceeded my expectations. You know, that could be a whole other topic. I know. That, that really could, could be a topic. Should we save it? I don't we know. Yeah. Name, oh, I've already given could, my mind that's away. That's okay. You can give ah. a couple more. I, yeah, you can have some more. Because I would have to go into the, my past a little bit to think about that. Delve deeper. I like it. Yeah, that's I do too. Question. Brandon's Ooh. full of good questions and ideas. Brandon, taking note of that one. We're Okay, so we're going to put a pin in Brandon. Let's put a pin in Put a pin in it. Putting a pin in that Put it on the cork board. Spencer asks, did Zach brush his teeth? That's a weird question. <laughs> That's a weird question. <laughs> Who's Spencer? I don't know. I guess it's about a year's. I don't know any Spencers. Do I? Oh, did so, oh, that's oh, that's cheat code. That's son of a bee. <laughs> that's cheat code. That's my friend from Xbox. Did Zach brush his teeth? I don't know why he uh, would say. You that. You can reply to that later and answer yeah, that question. That's a conversation right? between me and him. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 a yeah. gentleman's quarrel. Yeah. Kyle asks. What is our favorite group of people to game with in a co-op or versus setting? Do we like doing it in the campaign? Do we like doing it online? It, or do we like playing somebody offline, so like sitting next to the person in a room? Oh, well, if it's... I mean, for online... Gosh, I don't... Because like the only time where I would be sitting next to someone and playing a game against them is really just fighters. Right. Fighter mm. games, two-on-two... You versus your mom, most likely, and she's beating your ass. Then that's like, yeah, okay. But if it's actual like or an online Jim. game where you could just be all over the world, yeah, then definitely just. I mean, that's I'd, kind of a hard question. That is, uh, it's a hard and a little bit confusing question. But I like actually playing with people online. I like having I the too. TV to myself. <laughs> I do <laughs> too. That I don't selfish. like this. Yes. I don't like split screen. Now like, going back and playing, like yeah, trying to play split screen. That's super hard. Obviously, when I was younger, and that was the only thing available. Oh, I you loved big it. wussies! I love, no, I love Smash. Bros. I still love Smash yeah. Brothers. Smash Brothers is like Smash one of the only Bros. games that like I will get into that. Although stone. games like Smash, those aren't split screen anymore. It's just exactly a free true. for all. True, that's probably yeah. a big well, reason yeah. why I do like it. That that's true. You still get the whole screen experience. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I typically do not like playing co op on the campaign with someone. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember you said that because normally, voice crack. Because normally. It's um, put a marker to edit that out, but uh, but normally <laughs> normally for me uh, with the co op, I always feel like I get stuck with someone. It's like higher or lower. Who's higher? Not necessarily ever lower, but normally like there's no teamwork really, especially right. if it's they just that, run through and you it, follow and them. you just follow. Right, I know that feeling. And it, 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 I've run into it a little bit with Division, not yeah. as much as I thought I would, they which has made a, a good, good selling job. point for Division. Right, for me. they do. I think a good job. I, I don't. I don't have a problem with like being signing on and being just like, hey. You know, let's let's play this mission together. Right. But as far as just like a, a standard game like uh, Halo, I remember pl- trying to play co-op with Halo with mm-hmm. someone like split they screen or uh, whatever. I'm just uh-huh. like, I'm not, I'm not on with this. Well, yeah. See, I have such nostalgia with that. Playing co-op Halo was such a wonderful thing for me. It was so much fun. <laughs> well, see, but like I the friend, like when I would do that, the friend I would play with, like he wouldn't like there. I either I remember my cousin was like really good, and so I and I didn't have it, so I wasn't as good. And, and mm-hmm. it's not like you know he was like being a dick about it and just like and being really. It's just like he would play and I would was, play, and right. that's just how he, you know, and he would be better and kill more people and get better. You know, it's just like whatever. You'd be the healer. Exactly. Yeah. The I'd bard. be, yeah, the healer. I'd be yes. the guy. <laughs> exactly. Just playing it's, the drum or the flute behind him. Yeah, the, fl- the flag carrier who just gets shot at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The, the guitar. And so. I'm okay with that role. <laughs> you know, so for me, and then, so it's, it's especially this kind of thing where it's. It, 
I don't want it. I want the. I want to, especially if it's the campaign. I want to enjoy the campaign for what the campaign's supposed to be. I don't want it ruined because I'm pissed off I about somebody that. else taking my thunder. I will say, whenever I the new Halos would come out, I would never play co-op until I did the campaign single player. Okay. So I will say that, okay. and that okay, is, you know, that goes yeah with what you're saying. But now on that same note, so Far Cry Four has the option to do multiplayer, uh, multiplayer uh, campaign. And I haven't done it yet, but I need to do it so I can get like the last two trophies that I need before I can platinum it. Ah, the trophy man. Exactly. That's right. Jared's so that's my only reason. But I beat the campaign, so I'm cool doing that now. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I beat it all and all that stuff. But like even in the division, people will join me. I don't go join another party. Right. Because I don't want to join the mission. <laughs> you see, Mogan, wow. you see how that works? What an elitist. <laughs> I don't join other people. They join me. They can me. just join <laughs> me, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the reason because it, the reason being, if it's a new mission I haven't played yet, I don't want to get started right in the middle of the I mission. I understand. No, I think it's I valid. Play the I'm, whole I'm similar. I'm similar. So, well, it, you need a mic. I do. And then you can. She just gave, she just let me borrow her. Oh, really? Yeah, my yeah, super excellent. nice headphones. Then you can talk and say, "Hey, wait, wait up." I know. <laughs> Maybe we can jump Your on. Voice cracking. Maybe we can, <laughs> please wait. wait. <laughs> There's some guys over here. You can hear. My voice. My voice just gets distant in the background. Wait. Some good loot back here. <laughs> I'm trying to find this crate. <laughs> Shut up, Jarrett. Join us. Join us in a firefight. Join us, men and I'm women. Coming. I got a uh, scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. I found the scarf. Anyone who doesn't play Division, scarves are very you hard can to get find. Scarves. <laughs> Mogan, you could. You I would. Design if our it, characters. I know. I need the just fashion. Just be yeah. our. Need, just be oh, our designer. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. if you guys have lots of like items that mm-hmm. you haven't allocated yet, I you will put totally you together. There's a, a very good looking A guy person. that I play with right. Xbox Live who is a cheat code's brother, Blue Fire, mm-hmm. he wears something I don't see anybody else wearing. But oh, really? it's basically see, a suit and like, tie. I have not seen that yeah. division. That's I was like, dude, you look good. And he has glasses ah, and a nice haircut. Ah, good wow. for him. And then he has like an AK-47. Where's Blue like, Fire? Get oh, cheat yeah. code to get Blue yes. Fire on the... On cheat. The... <laughs> Where are you? We'll get Cheat as a guest host one day. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, so yeah, I'd, I'd say overall, I mean, obviously in like online multiplayer games, like I'm all for it, but yeah, campaign, campaign is where I'm, I'm, I usually ever have a hesitation about it. Mm-hmm. So, but those were excellent questions. Those were, that's cool. That it happened on the fly like that. Yeah, that was fun. We should do more of that more often. Mm-hmm. We should. That should be the podcast. <laughs> people it. sending us questions. I mean, maybe. we won't even talk until we get a first question. Yeah, that's a good Just an hour of white It noise. would be very organic. Hey, who's got a question? <laughs> <laughs> You're live. <laughs> It's like, I'm, what is it, Frazier? I'm listening. <laughs> but anyway. That's highbrow stuff. Yeah, yeah we're I know. not. We're little not bit of, uh, little, that's a little. <laughs> nobody here yes. has a doctorate. <laughs> no. I don't join anybody. They can join me. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I know. Join it. Join or die? Is that the, is that the old colonial thing? I don't know. I don't know either. You're it's, the bard. You should know. <laughs> I should. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. I don't know. But anyway, thanks you for your questions, Brandon and Kyle. And so also, though, Speaking of back on the Facebook and the Twitters, let us know what you thought about this topic today. What do you think about DLC? Do you buy everything, every single bit of DLC that comes out? Do you, are you selective or are you just against it completely? Yes. But fight send the us, good fight. Send us an email at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Send us a tweet there, teamchat, at teamchatpodcast, or like us on our brand new shiny Facebook page, facebook.com slash teamchatpodcast. Swing. Mm. Swing. It's nice and pretty. <laughs> But yeah, until next time. Perfect. Until next time, everyone. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined on my right by Rachel Mogan. Adios. And whoa. Yeah. Foreign languages. I love yeah. to throw you guys through a loop. We should do a whole 
episode in Spanish. Yeah, you if guys can we do could that, speak right? Spanish. Let's not. Oh, you guys can't do that. No. We'll, we'll, we'll mm. offend a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. And finally, Zachary Parks. Peace out. See y'all next time.